This is Blender Style, the show where we discuss a blend of heavy and extreme music. On this episode, Mortiferum, Preserved in Torment. This album's released in 2021 on Profound Lore Records. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. <laughs> I've never heard Mortiferum uh, before this. Nathan, this is your pick. Why did you uh, pick this one? I had uh, heard a song that a friend gave, uh, showed me Funeral Hallucinations. Funeral Hallucinations? Yeah. That's Funeral a, Hallucinations, yeah. Sorry. That's, that's a, a sick little... song title. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't on this album? No, it wasn't. Okay. It was on an earlier album. But uh, but I had just recently heard this album all the way through, and I just wanted to kind of see what you guys thought about it. Casey, have you heard of Mortiferum? Uh, I haven't. Um, this is my first time hearing them. I, I like the fact that they're from Olympia. Olympia, Washington, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where I live before I moved back down here. They sort of have that Pacific Northwest sound that's going on up there. I'm more familiar with like black metal bands up mm-hmm. there, but there's definitely like some atmosphere and ambience going on uh-huh. that I'm getting from this for sure. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely like some ambient sounding heavy moments in this. You know, it's not ambient, but. Yeah, they have hints of ambient, but they don't rely on it real heavily like a lot of that scene does, it seems like. Mm-hmm. What genre is this? It definitely is, you know, it's death metal, but it's death metal with, like, doom aspects to it. Yeah, that's what I I said, too. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, too, was, like, a doomy death metal. Which is kind of cool that they actually can pull that off, you know, because mm-hmm. usually my death metal, I like kind of, like, fast and, you know, brutal and in your face, and then, uh, you know, this the is switch more, to like the doomier, slower parts is is, is yeah. pretty different, you know. They do a pretty good job of mixing the sludgy doom metal, like you were saying, with, mm-hmm. with some more traditional death metal kind of guitar sounds and and tones and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So definitely, some points even like a morbid angel uh, feel to them. Even mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that's like some slower. of the guitar parts and stuff. And uh, the the vocals are just you know guttural vocals mm-hmm. all the way through. There's not much yeah, there's change, not change that's at going all. on. So I think, is this part of that cavernous death metal? So that was my initial thought, was that it had that cavernous death metal kind of sound to mm-hmm. it. You know, like Tomb Mold and uh, Frozen Soul kind of does that sound as well. This is, it's kind of deeper to me, this album. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like it's more moody. Because like, uh, some of those other bands, like they switch gears and stuff like that. And this is kind of each song has its own pace mm-hmm. and it's like a slow pummeling, like just constant, like the album starts just punching you in the face. You know what I mean? The, the, all, all the instruments come in and you got that, whatever, you know, low vocal that he does right away, you know? Yeah. It, from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a mental sounding, you know, album. Yeah. It's pretty abrasive. Mm-hmm. kind of to touch on that like that it comes in really like heavy and, and it feels like a sludge like it's really slow like almost like the music's running like really thick running through a sieve or something it's it drags and it's slow but they mix it up and they throw these really cool guitar parts in there that make it interesting you know not like mm-hmm. your typical sludge or death metal you even get spacey sound yeah exactly they, they do a really good job like the musicianship on this is really good yeah i would agree one of the things I really like about it is when they, because it is that slow pummeling pace or whatever, but some of it's really brutal and it, it does get faster. Like there's a couple tracks on this where it just kind of lets up and it throws down heavy mm-hmm. it's, and it's like in your face, brutal. Mm-hmm. It even has like laid back blasts 
beats. You know it what does. I mean? Like they're blast beats, but they're kind of laid back. They're, they're space for almost like a, a slow roll more than a blast beat. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, the drumming on this is really good. I found to really get into this album, I had to like immerse myself mm-hmm. into it and uh, with headphones and really focus on it. Because if you just li- the first couple of listens through it, I kind of played it in the background and it was not catching my attention. Mm-hmm. So I made a point to like really listen to it with mm-hmm. headphones on. And uh, it's a much better listening experience. I have started to appreciate it more. That's when I started thinking it wasn't cavernous death metal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I thought it had its own identity and stuff like that. Um, and some of the lyrics kind of go in line with that. Like you're drowning in blood in one of the songs, you know what I mean? They're just like, oh, fucking, man, awesome. it's like brutal death metal mm-hmm. lyrics. And because of that it has like a really cool vibe. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it, to me, this is a mood record. Mm-hmm. Like you just get into it and it kind of puts you in, in that sludgy black abyss that it's trying to, uh-huh. and it sounds awesome. One of the things I really liked about it is the title of the album preserved in torment. I think really great. Play on words right there. I don't know. I just really love that title. That's awesome. It's death metal as hell. <laughs> and uh, also one of the things I really liked, well, I, I grew to like was when I first heard this, I also was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and I listened to it and I listened to it and it mentally f- fucked with me. <laughs> and uh, I and I love that, that it was trying and it, that I had to get up and run with it every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it made me really appreciate it. I really love the guitar leads and the work that, that they do, especially the in great. the doomier places. And uh, I really love that they just play on that death doom fill. Mm-hmm. I, I really love it. Some of two of my favorite genres and I think they mix it well. I'm kind of the same boat, Matt and, and you, uh, the first couple playthroughs background while I was driving and it didn't keep my attention. Like, if I was at the house doing something, I would have walked away from this probably a hundred times. Same. Um, but then, like, once I sat down and, and focused on it, put my headphones on and, and listened to it, there's so much going on in this album, like, musically. Um, the vocals, I'm still kind of up in the air on, but I mm-hmm. feel like maybe they'll grow on me if I had more time with it. But I think for me, the, the standout was just the guitar work and the, the aspects of uh kind of more traditional metal and black metal and there's some symphonic kind of guitar parts in it and some like you said some uh some spacey parts or fills to them um and it keeps it interesting so it's not your typical sludge kind of doom metal where it's just you know monotone through the whole Mm -hmm. thing they do a really good job of tempo shifts and mixing it up and and keeping the guitar parts interesting there's some cool solos in here too Mm mm-hmm it's kind of a thinking man's death metal. It kind of is. Like you That's really, well said. You, know what I mean? you kind of have to, like, like Matt was saying, you really have to sit down and pay attention to this to appreciate all the different stuff. But then it's kind of one of those things where once you notice it, you can't not notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a really good job with the mix on this too, I think, which is something that's kind of overlooked for this style of music. Mm-hmm. Usually you'll end up with, you know, something way lower or higher than another. Everything in this is mixed really well. Even the bass guitar comes through on this, which mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, like you're saying, the dr- I thought the drums were mixed well, and uh, the performance was good, but his fucking ride cymbal, bro. <laughs> it sounds like a giant hunk of, of metal. Like, uh-huh. I, I really wanted to find out what ride cymbal he's specifically playing, so uh-huh. I, I tried hard to look it up. I watched a lot of live videos. 
All I can tell is it looks massive. It's like 22 <laughs> inches. Did he bury it in the backyard or something to try it to get that? It looks fucked up. It looks like a like an old like jazz oh, symbol. Oh, yeah, how people do that. Yeah, because weren't you saying like like drummers will sometimes, if it's too clean or, or too they'll bright, bury them, they'll bury them. It actually them. messes with the sound of it the It definitely symbol. had that look to it. Like one symbol on his kit is like facing the other way, which mm. is something people do, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> but the bell on this thing is enormous, dude. And you just like ping, fourteen ping, inch bell, and you hear it all through. Dude, this is the first thing I heard. I'm like, why is this fucking bell? His <laughs> right symbol so fucking. And he'll bell. like really like get into it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He does, and it's cool. His performance is good, but dude, it is loud as fuck. <laughs> I think I, I could be wrong, but in the video I saw live, I think they have it mic'd even. Like it's own. It's mic. just it's, it's like all obnoxious as a hell, huh? <laughs> dude. You know? You can hear it from, like, clear across the... You're at the bar, you're like, dude, what is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So the thing that bugged me the most about this was the vocals seemed to kind of be the same throughout. There was no dynamic yeah. range or anything on it, um, which is kind of cool, but at the same time, I feel like it, it could have had, like, a little bit of range on it, and it would have added so much to this album. Just because there's so much going on with the music mm-hmm. side of it, I feel like the vocals kind of... They're kind of a bad mark on an otherwise pretty good performance from the rest of the band. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's not to say like the vocalist does a bad job. It'd just be cool to change it up a little bit because of how dynamic the uh, the music is. I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vocals started to kind of sound the same. And then, uh, which makes everything kind of sound the same at some points. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so this album is kind of, you know, it starts to kind of sound the same. That's one of my dislikes. Me too. I um, agree completely. It just all runs together. And what's weird is like the, when the like certain points where he could change it up mm-hmm. and you could emphasize on it, you know, like that musical part. Exactly. Like he doesn't and it kind of leaves you a little. Yeah, like, that was a perfect opportunity. Exactly. It, yeah, it leaves you sitting there going, come on, man. Like that would have been such a great part. Right, uh, especially with the brutal lyrics, like you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to like emphasize some of that, you know. And he doesn't even necessarily have to do like higher pitched screams, no, or just change a little bit, like different uh, rhythms of the yeah vocal uh, pattern or yeah, different pattern. fry or something in his voice. Um, but I kind of wanted to touch on that, like you said, or both of you guys said, how it gets stale. These songs are really long. Dude, yeah, the first one's like seven the, minutes. The album it's six overall, songs, 39 minutes, and 49 seconds. Yeah, the album overall is a decent time for like a 10-track album or so. There's six tracks. But there's six. And so these songs are a little long, and because of the monotonous vocals, it does, like you said, feel like you're. it gets a little stale um, mm-hmm. towards the, the second half of the album. I feel like they might be doing that on purpose. They though. might be, but I also want to like, give... Is this like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest kind of... You like know? it really fucks like with you. It's re- that's, maybe that's what they're really trying to like drive and, into you. you know? and, and I kind of agree with you because... They're trying to preserve you in torment, dude. Yeah. <laughs> For six well, minutes. And, and I kind of agree with you too because as much as like it starts to drag, they did a great job on this album by cutting it off when they did and not doing like a lot of these bands do. They, they could do. have easily done 10 minute songs. Uh-huh. Exactly. And, and so they did just enough to get the point across maybe and not drag it on forever, which well, is that's, cool. That's a good point actually. It is. Yeah. Cause after I like really got into it, I'm like the song it became appropriate. It did, but it wasn't like overly long or didn't just drag, didn't repeat the same riff 300 extra times at the mm. end to just drive that point. They, they got the point across they ended the song, went to the next Yeah, one. there was parts. Exactly. And they did a great job of that. And, like, I think, you know, for a 40-minute six-track runtime, 
it's actually fairly decent to not drag on that long. Um, even though it did get stale a little bit, I think there's little tweaks they could do here and there. It kind of plays fast. It does. And there's little tweaks like they could do here and there, like with the vocals and things like that to just freshen it up. And I think that would eliminate that problem of any of these songs feeling too long or the album as a whole. It does take a while to get into. um, And I appreciate it more, you know, after getting into Mm -hmm. it and the song link does make sense, but it's, it is hard to like really get into, Mm -hmm. like you really have to put effort into it, which is one of of the things I don't like about it. Yeah, it's not a headbanger. No, and I wish it. I it's wish they party jams. No, and I wish they had more like guitar, like shredding or mm-hmm. like uh, riffs. You know what I mean? Something I could headbang to. Mm-hmm. Just every once in a while would have been nice, but it's just like it pummels you the whole time and never really catch it. There's no hooks in this. Yeah. And, and I kind of touch on that too because you said there's no memorable, memorable except for parts. a couple lead parts, and and that's what I'm about to say. So there's some decent lead parts, but they're not. They're not forward, you know, like a lot of bands when the guitar is doing something, you know, flashy or solo, they step it forward to the front of the, the mix. That's when they stay. The mix is good, but they don't bring anything forward when they get to those parts. Yeah. And also in some of these, you know, the more lead riffing, doomier parts, mm-hmm. I would say when they do the doom parts, he'll come out and he'll do some flashier stuff. Yeah. If you really listen, there's like layers of other guitars in there. And, and, and that's, that's why it reminds me of almost kind of like early Morbid Angel. Yeah. Because he's kind of doing yeah, it's weird thing, like you know, it doesn't, it almost doesn't make sense. It does, and that's why I'm getting at. I wish they would bring those parts a little forward so you could actually yeah. see that or hear the flashiness. Because there's some really great guitar work. I would, I would agree with it's that. It's sophisticated, but I'm just like not smart enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, it's just like it's. I'm like, hmm. It's like drinking tea with my pinky up. So what would you rate this? I give it a three out of five. It's pretty good, um, but it doesn't blow me away, and it kind of gets lost in the sea of other death metal albums out there. Mm-hmm. You know, every year I listen to, you know, probably like twenty to fifty death mm-hmm. metal albums, and you know, I, I probably listened to that this last year and just kind of didn't even remember really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I didn't give it the chance. But if you do give it the chance and kind of dig into it, it is a smart album. I feel like if I continue to spend time with it, it would probably get better and better mm-hmm. but i'm just not going to i don't mm-hmm. think i'll probably jam it once in a while but i won't get into it what'd you give this for a rating casey so my rating kind of jumped around on this one so like the first time i listened to it it was like the low twos and then when i switched to headphones it was like 3.1 or whatever and then went back to the like just speakers and listening to it and it kind of went down again i'm kind of with you i think if if i listened to it more it would be higher but i give this a 2.7 I feel like there's enough in the background and enough stuff going on to where this could grow on you. And it's a really solid album. And for this style of music, which I'm not a fan of to begin with, it was actually really enjoyable to me, which was kind of cool. What do you give this for a rating, Nathan? I give this a 4.2. Wow. I think this is very forward thinking. I think uh, I'd love to see what comes after this. I love that it's gets me frantic and nasty feeling. You know what I mean? Uh, I really enjoy that. So 4.2, I think it's some good death metal. This is Blender Style. That was Mortiferum Preserved in Torment. Blender Style!